Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up, the journey begins now. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Happy day to you guys. How are you guys doing? How are you, Sam? I'm well, Fitz. Yourself? Good, good. Thank you. Hey, you know, I'm really excited because we both agreed on this first episode being vulnerable. I know for sure that we both practice every day. And I'm excited to get into it because it's something that I would say a lot of times people have a hard time to be vulnerable within themselves in front of others. And I'd like for us to share our experience and what we've learned on what it really means to offer a different perspective with others that can use that for themselves. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting topic because like you said, we try to practice it daily mm-hmm. and it is hard for a lot of people. And I often think that you see in today's world, and I've heard this from other people as well, that, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, it was innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And now it's almost reversed where it's guilty until you can prove yourself innocent in regards to building trust. And a huge part of that is vulnerability. So yeah, there's a lot we're uh, able to talk about here, but I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, you really touch a good point there, Sam, you know, let's, let's get to it. So what I'd like to do is let's ping pong different meanings of vulnerability between us could do at least maybe three or four and we could go from there. What do you say? Perfect. Let's yeah, do it. Let's, let's make it fun. So I'll start with one admitting I don't know and standing up for myself. Hmm. I like that a lot. I kept mine short. So we're going to dive into them. So we're going to say my first point is an aspect of willingness. Nice. Taking a risk by exposing your emotions. Being honest. That's good. Letting go of ego. Mm, being value-centered. That's good. I like that. Let's, let's peel it off. Let's try to... Unravel. Um, unravel it, just like what we said, right, in our intro. Um, admitting I don't know and standing up for myself. What I mean by that is... You really have to dig deep within you to admit that because one, there's aspect of fear and judgment, especially when you stand up for yourself, whether it would be a one-on-one or a group setting, you have to be really vulnerable to do that and willing to do so. So that's what I mean by that. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I mean, there's a big portion of admitting you don't know. Yes. It's, It's hard to do. Yes. It kind of ties into the last one, right? Like letting go of the ego. That's something that really what resonates to me when I say, when I think about how to be vulnerable. What did you say to second? Yeah. My, my first point was being willing. And the reason I started there is understand for myself what it means to be vulnerable. There has to be that willingness or a desire to be vulnerable because mm-hmm. if there's no reason to be vulnerable, odds are no one will be because it 
for myself, I looked up the dictionary definition to understand what, <laughs> what on too. paper it's, it means. And to be vulnerable is to be susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. Yep. To be vulnerable sounds like a really bad thing right off the bat. Absolutely. But in reality, putting, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's just, it's just saying we're automatically putting ourselves in a situation to be susceptible to any type of harm on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, as you practice it every day, like you said, it almost, for me, when you said that, what I thought of is eliminating your fear and really giving hope, acknowledging that hope and eliminating fear at the same time, if that makes sense, right? Definitely makes sense. um, And that ties into my third one, taking a risk by exposing your emotions, because what do we do when we become vulnerable in front of people or Within, within just ourselves, it's either we go to self-sabotage or we go to a fear of judgment on others. So that's why I said taking a risk by exposing your emotions because one way or the other, you are exposing that emotion that you have to dig deep. That was already hard in the first place. So does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're pulling up something that was already a challenge and now you're displaying it to one or more people are now susceptible to the attacker harm, which could be judgment. Right. And who wants that? Right. But at at the same time, it's, I'm sure it's tied into your next one. Absolutely. Which is being honest. And I kept mine simple because I wanted to elaborate on them. Yeah. When I feel we're being honest especially in regards to vulnerability, I think it provides clarity to who we're being vulnerable with. Because if you think about the visual that I put in my mind is you're in a group that's potentially hostile and you don't know who's on your side or who isn't. And everyone has swords and you've got swords in each hand and you're kind of pointing them and defending yourself in every direction. Well, to be vulnerable would be to physically lay those swords down to then hopefully just have a conversation without the weaponry up. Absolutely. It's almost like we are built to have a self-preservation, but then taking your armor out in front of whether it would be by yourself or in front of others. So I want to address that you could also be vulnerable by yourself of letting go of judgment on your own self, because I could tell you, I'm the worst critic. I mean, Sam, you know this, going through this podcast, I'm always going back to you and asking you like, hey, Sam, how did we do on that? Is that okay? So for me to really ties into that vulnerability, I have to be okay with it. And that's me saying it's enough. And part of that is letting go of that ego, the last example I said, because when we dial up on our ego comes with a fear of judgment and exposure, Because now your ego is very high and now you're worried about people's judgment, right? You have to be okay that this is enough. doesn't matter what it is. You belong where you're supposed to be. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like to dive in a lot, huh? (laughs) (laughs) We do. This is what happens. (laughs) No, I mean, being understanding that you are where you're supposed to be, like you just said, in that moment might take some vulnerability of accepting that you haven't quite got to maybe a space, like let's say it's in a relationship and you're having a conversation, a crucial conversation that really takes a lot of vulnerability in that moment. Maybe with yourself, you're not emotionally where you feel you want to be. 
So then you also have to be vulnerable with yourself in that moment and with the other person who you're having the conversation with. So it's, Mm -hmm. there's a whole other level of dropping your ego for yourself, but also being accepting of yourself that you're where you're supposed to be because you're on that journey of growth. So, yeah, absolutely. Hey, those are such good pointers. I like those examples and thank you for sharing your thoughts, Sam, because this is where all the fun is. I do want to get for our listeners to have examples of our vulnerability in relates to an everyday life. So if we could ping pong a little bit of examples, you know, between you and I of what I've seen within my lifetime on really what resonates to me and to others that says, wow, this person is being vulnerable or me myself, right? So one of the example that seem to be practicing a lot being vulnerable with people is making the first move in line of communication. I don't like to do the whole dance thing. I did the last time I have to do, you know, like he has to do the second time, you know, like for me, I'm being vulnerable. I'm going to communicate with you. Yeah. That in itself, because what happens if the other person doesn't respond, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a, an example. What's yours? Touching on on the the third point that I said about being value-centered, and I think that that is kind of the filter with which we make decisions is having our core values in place. Yeah, It's not always about being, I think people hear that and they might think, oh, it's about being perfect. No one, myself included especially, is not perfect. And I think it's more about those intentions behind it. So for instance, the example that, that I have, is when I started really producing content on LinkedIn. Wow. Yeah. And and putting myself out there in videos, making posts, sharing my values, my beliefs, what I'm working on, and coming from a space where I was not a big social media advocate, I would say, and then understanding the value behind the growth that can come from producing content and working on personal development and that whole space. That was a huge vulnerability. I remember the anxiety that I had when I was, I recorded my first video. It took me like three tries Mm -hmm. and, and it was about fear. Mm-hmm. And I hope no one goes on my LinkedIn and no, back you guys to should go. This. You guys should go because it's good. <laughs> I like Sam's content. <laughs> I don't know if you have yourself seen this one fits uh, the original, <laughs> but that I remember that day of thinking about posting, and then when I finally hit it and I saw oh, loading processing, I was uh-huh. like, "Oh, now it's out there. I can't yep. do anything about it." But that, that was just a really vulnerable situation for me. And I think because I did that, I experienced so much growth being consistent with the content over time. And that's just a really big opportunity that I was thankful I was vulnerable in. Yeah. I mean, it really does take practice, right? The more you practice it, the more you get good at it. It's almost like that old saying that practice makes perfect when you're vulnerable in your everyday lives, it almost becomes normal. And that's totally okay, right? It's funny because one of my example is sweaty hands before presenting, you know, cause I try to be like, so <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna touch base on that cause you completely um, explained the whole thing of what that meant. Um, but on a lighter note, I wanted to touch base. I wanted to touch on a vulnerability on a happy note, which is a surprise flash mob dance, right? Like a flash mob taking risks of presenting on a flash mob with completely doing a different movement or completely foreign to others, but they're doing their own thing. That's why I have, I look up to a lot of dancers because 
it's so expressive, especially on that type of flash mob dance, right? So I think that's a that, great example. Right. I mean, I hadn't even thought of that. It just kind of, it dawned on me. I was like, yeah, I mean, growing up as a dancer for me, for me to get on that stage, you have to be really, otherwise it's going to resonate and they're going to see like they're not having fun. You know, it's like, it's, it's technical. So we have to be able to have that letting go of that exposure that, hey, you know, if I mess up, I messed up. I think, and that's okay. It's going to be a different day tomorrow, you know? So um, what's your next example, Sam? Yeah, definitely. I, I appreciate the positive note with that one too. That's- <laughs> Oh, don't worry. That. Don't worry. The next one will be for me. <laughs> the next example, <laughs> we might the- we might deep down a little bit. <laughs> Other end of the spectrum. Well, the, the one that I had around when I was thinking about being honest as well, the example that came to mind for me is- being open with like coworkers or friends or families when you're not at 100%. And that's, that can be a vulnerable situation, you know, especially in like putting that in a professional space, like, Hey, like I'm here, everyone's got personal stuff going on in their life. But if something really did happen and you have to be at work or you have to be on a meeting or, you know, working on a project that's got a deadline and you're not 100% being honest about that, So that way no one's guessing or throwing something your way that they could take care of one day because you're in a bad situation and you work as a team. So, Mm -hmm. or within a family, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. people just have bad days. And Mm -hmm. if you've got friends that you're, you know, planning on doing something with, and then you're not a hundred percent, like being honest about that. So people can actually help. Yeah. I mean, was the thought process I had. No, absolutely. And to be quite honest, how many times have we, canceled right as far as as long as we're both honest like you know what sam i really had a long day i i can't talk right now let's do it the next few days or something you know so for me like i appreciate that even more right and and it just tells you there's a lot of things that flourish being vulnerable because it definitely have more positive to it than negative on my experience being in front of being in front of people and being vulnerable with them because mm-hmm. you get to know more towards the relationship, your friendship flourish more because now you have this understanding. So, you know, I know we're, we're doing good with time. I do want to say, so for, for the next one, my question is, how do you think we apply being vulnerable in our everyday lives? I can... I can let you go on that first and I'll, I'll toss it on to you. Yeah. Well, I think you said it earlier in a really good way is by first being vulnerable with ourselves. And for me, what that looks like is, you know, I'm a pretty goal driven person. That's what I, I know. <laughs> you and I both, I know. And that's yeah. kind of how I gauge a lot of the daily progress that I make towards certain things. So if I don't hit goals a certain day or life happens and I don't follow through on what I said I was going to follow through on from a self image standpoint, that could completely destroy me. If I'm totally basing my, you know, self-worth, my value off of that being vulnerable to me right off the bat is being honest about, okay, was this a situation that I didn't know was going to happen? Mm-hmm. And because of that, I didn't hit a goal or two. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And so that first level of vulnerability is, is that self level for me. And then beyond that, 
having honest conversations with coworkers or, you know, people you're discussing with family and friends, that is just totally where, where I think it applies on a daily basis, because, you know, if someone's asking for something at work that you need to get done and you just, you can't do it or you're behind, or you've got other stuff on your plate that they don't know about and you don't share that with them, that's, that's being unclear Mm -hmm. to them. And so I kind of go back to the being clear is kind, being unclear is unkind. Absolutely. The idea is to be kind. You definitely need to be clear about that. And that's a whole other level of vulnerability. Yeah, absolutely. There's just so many things to that, right? And I appreciate that story, Sam, because that really, it really define how you manage everyday lives, not in a bad way with vulnerability, but it's more so of embracing it to make it really positive for you and towards others, right? So what I mean by that is for me, vulnerability every day is recognizing and owning that I don't know everything. (laughs) Simple, right? Obviously, I'm willing to share what I know, but being vulnerable to me leads to trust, trust to myself, trust towards others and other good things that comes with it. When we're not vulnerable, we can't engage or contribute to anything. That's the way I see it. We have to show up to really care. You can't fake caring for the most part. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to look really fake, right? So mm-hmm. in closing out, that's my takeaway, right? And I know that there's so many layers of vulnerability, and I'm sure we're going to have more parts of it later on. Thank you, Sam, for for sharing all that thoughts and in closing out. And I had a really great time with this interactive game. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the, this is the new ping pong, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The new ping pong of the podcast, but um, yeah, I mean, before we close out, go ahead and let our listeners know when they could contact us and if they want any shout outs or keep in touch with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Most, one of the most important parts of, of our podcast here, definitely you can contact us directly at our email, alohafitzsam at gmail.com or individually at FitzDeSanto on LinkedIn or Sam Boyer on LinkedIn as well. And then we also have our Instagram page, which we'll have a lot more coming soon. And that is en route to success 365 mm-hmm. and make sure to contact us and let us know any topics that you guys want to hear as well. That was another thing I think is important as well as, what you thought and, you know, any other feedback, potential things you want to let us know. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Sam. We always end our, our podcast with our things to be grateful for. What's yours today? Today is rest in the form of naps. Nice. <laughs> Why? How many times did you nap today? Just once, but it was, <laughs> it was very necessary and I felt like a new human being afterwards. So did you feel recharged right after very recharged. That's, Hey, that's important. Um, today for me is grateful for time, just the value of time and recognizing that we're always caught up in a schedule where we have to do this and do that. For me today, I really made sure that time is essential and have the time to engage in what you wanted to do. So, so that's grateful. That's what I'm grateful for today. And remember guys, even small victory is always, always worth to be grateful for. Thank you guys for listening and 
we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.